Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex regrets or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's Y'all, welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Naomi. And I'm Andy. And we are a real-life couple. A real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we do whatever the heck we want. <laughs> are true. we in quarantine? Are we out of quarantine? Either way, honey, I'm weary. Half of us are. Half of us aren't. I'm hoping no one's uh, in the audience is an anti-vaxxer. The listening audience? Yes. I thought there was an audience in the house that only you could see. <laughs> yeah, the cats. I'm hoping neither the cats nor Mabel is an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> hey, honestly, though, we'll take anti-vaxxer bucks. You want to buy bucks? You, hey, you don't want to get a vaccine, but you want to buy a T-shirt? I'll take it. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to stop you. Mabel does have an anti-vax vibe, though. <laughs> you know, it's part of her general Karenness, and also that idea that, like, you know, because for Mabel, you know, she doesn't want to go to the doctors. She doesn't want every time she goes to the doctors, they cut her in half. That's why she doesn't want to go to the doctors. She has a great reason. Literally every time we take her to the doctor, she gets either a shot of poison. Chemotherapy is what I'm talking about. I don't mean literal poison or they slice her up and they take some stuff out. I know that. 
you don't think that's what hurts me the most whenever I have to take her to the doctor? I was like, yeah, it's, it's emotionally painful to do it. I am with you, my love. The point is, though, every anti-vaxxer has their reasons. <laughs> Mabel doesn't realize that we're trying to help her, and this is why she is anti-vax. But that's some real that's some real empathy for people who usually off mic we are uh, screaming at. Well, I think just because I think you might not be the brightest bulb in the chandelier doesn't mean I don't think you try to shine bright. <laughs> Wow. Hey, slap that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Damn, that's uh, Naomi. Hey, folks, when you're listening to this, when she's back on stage <laughs> and we're all vaxxed and everything like that, you better go see gems like that. Her <laughs> drop gems like that in person. Damn. Speaking of bright, shining lights, can we please talk about our guest today? Oh, my God, Naomi. Who is our guest on today's Ooh, wonderful episode? The wonderfully talented actress Caitlin McGee. Every time you go to I assume you're going to say the wickedly talented, talented Adele Zazib. No. Caitlin McGee. You know Caitlin honestly from so much but right now you can watch Caitlin on both Mythic Quest on Apple TV where your girl also hang out and Home Economics on ABC. Okay she's giving you broadcast she's giving you streaming. Okay you may have also seen Caitlin on the show Bluff City Law on Halt and catch fire. You're the worst. Marvelous Mrs. Basil. I mean, girl is booked, busy, and blessed. And she's so fun to talk to. Yeah. She really became a friend over the pandemic. She is really into Marco Polo. So we polo <laughs> a lot. And she understands anxiety, which is wonderful. She was great. I, she's I, lovely. I know. This is your first time talking. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really know her before this. And I, I just was uh, captivated. 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 I mean, hello, that's it. She is she is charm. She is beauty. She is grace. So before we get to that though, yes, yeah, speaking of little... charm, beauty, and grace. Speaking of captivating, Naomi. We are raising money for Mabel again. Yes. <laughs> charm, <laughs> yeah, the, beauty, and grace. The, the vet bills keep piling up. So we thought, all right, Naomi did a show with Aparna and Joe. Uh, just like a stand-up show. Why don't we do another couples therapy show? And we're doing it May 22nd online at DynastyTypewriter.com. I got to tell you, we got some great people on the show. Lacey Mosley is going to be there. Brian Safi. Okay, he's coming through. You With guys, a dramatic 911 moment. We love every second of it. And you know the show. The tickets are five or ten, whatever you're feeling. You will be able to watch the show for a few days after it airs. Uh, it is Saturday, May 22nd, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST. If you're not home on a Saturday night, you could still buy a ticket. You can watch it Sunday. Yeah. You can watch it Monday. Yeah. You can watch it Tuesday. Yeah. Okay? And I will say this. I will say this, Naomi. Say it. If you want to ask an advice question, because we will be answering advice questions, Absolutely. we need you to send in a video of no more than two minutes to CouplesTherapyPod at gmail.com. Now, you don't want to show your face? That's great. There's other ways to do it. Someone filmed their pet last time, and they asked the question off camera. Another person, go ahead, Naomi. Wore a mask. 
<laughs> I thought you were going to say another person uh, bought a cameo from a friend of the show and friend in real life, Sam Taggart, and, and had it, him ask the question. Exactly. You have options, okay? Be creative. Just, and just keep them short, and we will have our wonderful, illustrious guests help us help you. Come on, couplestherapypod at gmail.com. Record it on your phone. Keep yeah. it nice and tight. We're oh, here to help. Naomi, before we actually get to the show, I wanted to play this for you. Uh, someone called in, and I thought this was going to be an advice question. I was uh, culling the advice questions the other day, and uh, instead, <laughs> they told us a dream they had. So I'm going to play that right now. Hi, Naomi and Andy. This is Gretchen. I am a new fan of the podcast. I don't have a relationship question, but um, you guys got into my psyche real deep, real quick, because I have a dream to share with you. I dreamed that you were taking Mabel to Mexico for her upcoming surgery because it was cheaper. Um, I don't know what you should do with that information, but I really enjoy everything you guys are putting out into the world every week. Best to everyone, including Mabel. Bye. Is Gretchen a clairvoyant? I mean, maybe we should. Is she saying something? Is Gretchen the new Miss Cleo? Did she you just know? watch the episode of the OC where the gang goes to Tijuana and uh, Marissa overdoses? No one recently watched the OC besides you, babe. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. It's in everyone's psyche. They even started a, a rewatch podcast oh with uh, Summer and Marissa's mom. What's the, I, I forget what the actresses' names are. <laughs> Summer and Marissa's mom. Rachel Bilson. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Melinda. Carlisle. <laughs> I'm just saying names now. I don't know. People love the OC still. Thank you so much, Gretchen. It's an honor to know that we are in your dreams. Yes. That in our dreams, Mabel also appears. You know, in your dreams, Mabel also appears. That's beautiful. Yeah. Hey, we got out of your car and got into your dreams. <laughs> Coming up next on WPTS 92.1 FM, we've got the cars. But before that, we got Caitlin McGee. So I'm going to say, roll it. Caitlin, this is your first podcast yeah. ever on your own. This is my first on my own for like an extended period of time. I've done like 15 minute drop-ins here and there. Drop I did a, an NPR thing. I did like an NPR thing with Sashir recently. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm like a, I'm a full podcast verge. <laughs> um, I need to know how Mabel is though. I haven't gotten up to date on how is she doing? Is she still trying to jump on couches and take her stitches out? Well, her stitches came out on Monday. Yeah. yeah. Stitches her out. Biopsy negative. No cancer. So, oh my God, that's amazing. I know. And she still has to do chemo, but it's more now preventative as opposed to like anything spread. You know what I mean? Which is very exciting. Okay. But she's still in her cone because she's not like fully healed. And of course, all she wants to do is lick her crotch. Yeah. And yes, she has stitches down in her crotch. I mean, top to bottom. So she has to be in the oh cone. Oh my God. Poor girl. But she, yeah, at least now she can jump on things without giving me a heart attack. That's much better. Oh, my God. Okay, that's better. She's on the mend. Thank you so much for asking. Thank you for asking. Wait, Caitlin, yeah. sorry. I, I'm not privy to yes. the conversations you and Naomi have. So there's, no, you're not privy. There's information yes, you're not I do privy. not know. You are cohabitating. You are fianced? You're unprivy. Yes, I am. I'm fianced. I hate that word so much. It sounds mm -hmm. like bragging. Yes. So um, we call each other 
uh, Beyonce's partner's ex-boyfriend, something like that. Just <laughs> because every time you say fiance, I don't know if you two felt like this. It sounds like I got something real big coming up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. ask me, ask me follow up questions, which I never want to answer. Yeah. Absolutely. So, right. Absolutely. um, yeah. yeah, so we are, we are very much cohabitating. Um, we got engaged during pandemic. So wow. we really like each other, which is surprising <laughs> after all this time. <laughs> yeah. This is a real test of everyone's yeah. relationships. If you came out on the other side of this, with just like you know mild trauma man that's like we're gonna be together for like 50 years that's true that's true if you guys can get through trader joe's together i feel like you can probably get through anything thank you so much you know that is our that is the beach of normandy that is our (laughs) that is our saving private rock saving trader joe's saving trader joe's Joe's. i mean we haven't even been there now in like four months and it's really upsetting me i realize i feel off and i'm like oh right it's because i haven't been to grocery shopping right let me tell you what i had for lunch three girl scout cookies and a handful of pretzels (laughs) that's perfect it's a balanced meal we don't have i had groceries Sorry, go on. I had leftover chocolates that were sent to me and then some vodka in a spindrift. Wow. That's also a very holiday glass you have there. I know. I felt it's Friday, so I wanted to celebrate. You know, I needed a little, I needed a bird on my glass. (laughs) Um, Now, Caitlin, (laughs) you came back from a lover's getaway in Lake Arrowhead. Can I say that on the record? Yeah, I was in Idlewild, but um, Idlewild. it's similar. It's okay. just a little less bougie, but yeah, it's it's a similar vibe. Now, what that kind of thing, you know, Andy and I, we're not really into nature. So I guess I'm kind of curious as to what happens there. <laughs> like, what did you do for the time? You went camping? Um, we did not. We sat in a cabin. Um, there was a hot tub. Oh, okay. So we just kind of like hot tubbed, took an edible, looked at the stars, okay. like that kind of vibe. I ate an entire block of cheese. We watched some Gilmore Girls. Like it was, it oh, was yeah. very chill. There was very little nature. Gilmore Girls or cheese? All oh, yes. both. <laughs> Those are Andy's. Hit, with <laughs> yeah. the exception of an edible, you hit every one of my. You know, uh, yeah. Even a hot. You know, I've never been in a hot tub. You How hot? It. How? Is that true? Yeah. Why would I? You've <laughs> <laughs> never been in a hot tub. Well, yeah. I love it's my husband. So he still relaxing. discovers new things. You know what I mean? We can still go on journeys even after all these years. But girl, Gilmore yeah, Girls and some like uh, some uh, aged coastal English cheddar. I mean, <laughs> goddamn. Mm, yeah, that's my language. Yeah, this was an this was an aged cheddar for sure. Ooh. It's a Dubliner cheese. It's got a real bite to it. Are oh, you yeah. familiar with Dubliner? Uh, it's a good one. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know about Dubliner cheese. I know about I'm Gilmore Girls. Familiar. I know about Dubliner cheese. I have some specific opinions about Gilmore Girls, yeah. specifically the last Ooh, season. It does not age well, too. Have you gone back to the beginning recently? No, I haven't. I've never rewatched it. I just remember enjoying there it. There is, lot. yeah, it's, it is still very like a warm hug. You know, Stars Hollow is very charming. But there's so many queer eye jokes. Like, I don't know what. And I love Amy Sherman Palladino. I've met her. I was in Maisel. So I, I adore her. I think she's a fucking genius. But there are so many queer eye jokes. And I think it was because that was the hot thing. But I was like, all right, we could we could maybe, I don't know, put a person of color in this show and lay off the <laughs> queer eye jokes. Like, 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I really the, love it. But... The OC. I've been rewatching the OC lately, and there's also a mm-hmm. lot of like there was. I don't know what it is about the uh, early 2000s, uh, but it seemed like the nation was going through its own kind of gay panic in the early 2000s, which was then dramatized through our popular yeah. dramas of the time, yeah. such as Gilmore Girls and the OC. And, and like, yeah, none or of it age as well. It friends, age, it probably didn't none of it. Well, at the time. No. Even at some things from just a couple years ago, I'm like, oh, we've learned from then. Just a little. A little. I know. Yeah. It's really, it's a very tight butthole moment when you look at some old Friends episodes. It's oh. like, yikes. Oh, oh, oh. Absolutely yeah. yikes. Oh, my God. There is a like gay joke about Chandler every three minutes. Every three minutes. It's actually alarming. It is. It's ridiculous. Well, because we watch it too on Netflix, and it's like, especially when you watch it back to back in that way, right? And we were mm-hmm. like, Jesus Christ, which I think, I didn't watch it much when it was out. I feel like I didn't start to watch it till the end, you know, maybe season, I don't yeah. know, 47. But like, <laughs> when you watch it all back to back, you're like, Jesus Christ, could they find a new damn joke in this writer's room? It's real. And also, Ross having any sort of emotional vulnerability is immediately held against him. And he has this weird gaslighting shit that he does to Rachel. Oh. It's so fucking toxic. Well, it's crazy. Well, Andy, we did a couple, one. He, he did do what would you call it? An anthropological study or like a visual essay of every black person on Friends. He just like took oh. pictures. I, there's a Twitter. You mean thread. the two? There's a well. <laughs> there's it's actually two, yeah. well, there's there's a lot. There's a lot of POCs on the show. So okay, uh, th- until you get to like Aisha Tyler, I don't think anyone has more than like a one um, episode arc. But yeah, uh, there are like I I so I did a Twitter thread. Every time one of the the friends uh, either interacts with a black person. So talks to a black yes, person. They have they to may, have a the comment. black person may not have a line, but they like yeah. nod or their, <laughs> their eyes open up wide or something. And they react to one of the friends. Oh my god! Or a, a black person is uh, a, a extra or not an extra. What is like someone who has like one line, like an under five, moment. an under like five. an under five, yeah. an under five. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you can find that Twitter thread, I suppose, if you <laughs> look up. At Andy Becker, I am friends. Genuinely, gonna, please, please plug your Twitter, and I am gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go look at it. They're really, you know, over what uh, 200 episodes, 300 episodes. It's like they're yeah. really are not enough, and then it's just so funny how many black people are just there to re- to receive the information from a friend. You know what I mean? Like they're yes. sitting there, mm-hmm. and someone talks at them. There's they some do nodding. Not get a line. Mm-hmm. So what do you think they made that day? A dollar fifty. <laughs> And then, and then the friend goes about their business, and it's like, what? Yeah. But any black person that did get to talk went on to a big career. Sure, Sherry Shepard. Yeah, Sherry Shepard was on there as a, okay. someone at the museum, and that was very impressive. Oh, at the museum. Oh, she was great in that. That's one of my favorite lines. What was she like? Yells at someone. I shared my pudding cup. It's excellent. It's <laughs> wow. Actually, a okay. very memorable moment. I loved her. But I also I was talking to. Um, to Sashir and Carla about this the other day because we had an episode air last night where we where Sashir and I have a kiss and we really tried to think about lesbian relationships that have been on television that were not the butt of the joke and I could probably it's probably under 10 that I could count off the top of my head because I immediately thought of Carol from Friends Mm. but her and Susan were they had the one moment where they got married and you know Ross uh I think he walked her down the aisle but 
she was just the butt of the joke for so long. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah, just yeah. The whole relationship was, was a joke, and it was always used to be yeah. like, Ross... Ross is you, not man. Yeah, like, don't you feel terrible? Yes. Like, always. It was a cuddle. <laughs> yeah, like, you turned her or something. Right. It's really... It's it it's dangerous. really bad. Um, it's dangerous. Well, hopefully we'll do better. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys had a tender romance, right? <laughs> I haven't seen the episode, but you guys... It was like a wedding? Was mm-hmm. it a wedding scene? Yeah, it's a wedding scene. We, um, the Hayworth family is, we're pretty rambunctious. So we, um, <laughs> we took over someone else's wedding, essentially. Gorgeous. Uh, Sashir's, yeah, Sashir's character, Denise, my, who, she plays my wife, um, is making it very clear to me, very, su- in the most relationship subtle way, uh, that she really missed out having a wedding and I didn't really want one because of, you know, the patriarchy. Um, and so <laughs> she, uh, and so she subtly says that like, she was just unhappy with it and, and wanted her moment. And so I put on a tablecloth as a wedding dress and I take over the wedding and I decide that we're going to have our first dance. And it's a very sweet moment. Um, it was very, fun to shoot i just i love working with sashir so it was really nice but um it's a tender moment wait what are the people mm-hmm. whose wedding it was the characters obviously not the actors <laughs> yeah. what did what yeah. was their reaction to someone stealing their moment mm-hmm. their reaction was um i believe verbatim we're never inviting these people to anything ever again it's fair something along fair. those lines fair yeah. fair and mm-hmm. accurate it's fair now Wait, wait. Yes, I, I, I like, want to go back for a second. You have to go back. Who were the other? So Carol's uh, relationship yeah. was a joke. What are the other? Are there? Yeah. Are, are we talking about like on um, network network TV? We're not talking about like the yeah. L word or transparent. Because I was thinking, yeah, there's there's transparent. There's queer as folk. There's the L word. I don't know about network. I know the Fosters has uh, two moms, but that was on. Was that ABC Family or? What was it on? Oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, I think, I think it was the family. The CW. Yeah. But I really, I mean, really try to think. I was trying to just think without Googling off the top of my head. Marissa dates. Um, what is her name? She directed Booksmart. Olivia Wilde? Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. Marissa on the OC. <gasps> Marissa dates Olivia Wilde for a handful of episodes. But again, used to used as a cudgel uh, to attack... Seth's manhood because um, because he used to date Olivia, Olivia Wilde is uh, bisexual and he used to date yeah. Olivia Wilde so that the and then when Marissa dates her that relationship is used to uh, call into question Seth's manhood so again yeah. lesbian relationships on TV are used yeah. to uh, mostly as a weapon to question yeah. uh, a man the, the male somehow a lesbian relationship ends up being about a man how convenient yes <laughs> Making it about them. It's like, what? <laughs> there, nothing oh, about this love should be about yeah. you. Um, now, I Kate- think the only other one I could think of was Callie on Grey's Anatomy. That one was actually, oh. that was a yeah. good one. Callie yeah. and, and Arizona, um, yeah. which I worked with Arizona. She was lovely. But oh. yeah, I um, I th- that's the only one I could think of on Grey's Anatomy. But even that, you know, it started... When she was with Arizona, and that was a whole coming out story, so that was also different, which I think is so valuable and has space. But I know so many, especially queer friends who are in this industry, who just want a relationship that is not a coming out story. It is Mm -hmm. that the coming out has happened. It's not dealing with trauma. It's about just 
their love. And I think the more that we show, especially, you know, characters like, like, uh, Denise and Sarah, who are just parents who love each other. And it's not about trauma, about hate crimes, about these things that, of course, have value, but it's like, can we, we can we also just show queer, right. queer love? Yes. Yeah. Some queer joy, some, some queer some love. Joy, yeah. Yes. Yes. Now, Caitlin, we will be answering listeners' relationship questions. So, you know, we like to find out, mm -hmm. we like to let them know sort of what you're about, where you're at emotionally, where you're at romantically. Mm -hmm. So what I like to do normally is go through your entire dating history <laughs> from Got it. junior yeah. high, high school, wherever you started dating on to, well, to uh -huh. now your, uh, your pre-marriage partner. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, my Rolodex of peeps. Yes, sorry, sorry, I like to ask. I no, I like to. Well, usually how I like to. I, what I like to do is I like to tell people all the things I think about them, and then they could just confirm or deny. <laughs> That's usually how I get people to tell oh, me. Oh, I love this. Yes. So, like you know, I think of you, Caitlin, as someone who you know you grew up in a happy home where people told you you were enough. You know, you were very affirmed, and you know, life is great. Life is great. And I'm not saying you don't get down. I'm not saying you don't have your feelings, but I'm saying you have them and you go, like, I feel like you cry for a maximum of 12 minutes and then you shake it off and then you maybe take a brisk walk and then you're back on top. What, would you, what do you think of that? I would love to be this version that you think that I am. Um, uh. <laughs> I cannot imagine only crying for 12 minutes that feels like a warm-up um but it is i i definitely grew up in a very happy home my parents are are really wonderful loving people i was an only child so i did a lot of talking to myself you know um i did a lot of communicating with my dog uh i thought that she she knows all my secrets rest in peace cookie um but I did have really horrible abusive relationships, probably up until Patrick. Um, really? I did not have, I didn't date a lot of good people. If you're listening, I mean that. Um, <laughs> they were. If you're listening, I mean like, that. <laughs> I love that. That's wonderful. Um, yeah. Not I wonderful dated that it happened, but wonderful to say I mean that. You know what I mean. Yeah, no, I, I, for a while, I also like, you know, I dated some actors who were just like total narcissists and I felt so lucky to be there. You know mm. what I mean? Like, oh, just you're shining your light on me. How fortunate am I? And I hated that looking back. I wish that I could have uh, had a little more balls to walk out. I've stuck things out way longer than I should have, I think, mm. in a lot of cases. Topher actually said that to me. I was telling a story to him. Um, while we were on set and he was like, why did you stay? Like you should have left the room even <laughs> like, it's just, um, which he's correct. But, uh, yeah, so I, I had a very happy childhood. I did not have great relationships though, up until Patrick, he's probably the, the best person that I've ever dated for sure. He's, he's a wonderful man. So I'm lucky that, that I locked this one down. <laughs> what? I got a couple questions. I mean, number one, what, yeah. what was it about these shitheads? If I can say that, that you were attracted mm -hmm. to? I think um, if uh, my therapist is listening, she will confirm this. Uh, <laughs> she said to me a while ago, and it was so right on the money, which was, you always seek a relationship out that is similar to maybe one of your parents. Mm -hmm. And my parents are both very good people, but I had a much harder relationship with my mother at, at the point in which I started dating. And so... 
I think my dad was such a safe place and my mom was, we just butt heads so intensely. We're really, really close now, but we really butt heads when I was younger. So I don't know what it was exactly. Maybe it was because it was so happy that at times, you know, I felt so loved, which is a wonderful thing, but I also didn't have a ton of room to breathe. Hmm. Um, and so I, I was seeking people that I would chase that weren't necessarily reciprocating that love that I definitely felt, you know, from my family. Um, and so it was just like a lot of self-destructive behavior. When I was dating these narcissists who didn't need me, it was very appealing to me um, to chase them, try to fix them, all of the above, which it never works out. <laughs> correct. Correct. It never works yeah. out. But at the same mm-hmm. time, did you want to ask your second question? Because my thought, my question would be sort of, what um, enabled you to receive love from Patrick? Do you see what I'm that saying? That going to be my question. That's I thought it I, might be. Because yes. it's like, you know, when you get someone new, but it's like, That's a, you know, <laughs> if you don't really know what's good for you, you know, yeah. the way we are. And like, we're used to doing yeah. things that are a little sick, a little How, toxic. How'd you break the pattern? Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I mean, honestly, time. I had experienced so much heartbreak and, you know, emotional, physical abuse from other people that I just met this person that I felt safe with. And in order to really feel like I was growing up, I, this is so cheesy, but I really had to learn how to be on my own and really just love my own life so that I wasn't looking for someone to come in and make things more exciting. I was really just looking for a partner in a way that I was not when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I also just... I was not into relationships for a while. And I think purposefully doing that and distancing myself from wanting that so badly made me then able to receive that love from someone else. He also is his own person, which is really wonderful. We spend good, we spend quality time together, but we'll drift to, you know, other sides of the apartment or otherwise, especially during the pandemic (laughs) and then come back. Mm -hmm. And, um, we still want to be around each other because we have our own interests. And I had this idea that you had to jello yourself into another human being. And it's, uh, I was just totally off track with that. So (laughs) I think that's it. I also, you know, it took us a while to get together. We were friends first. Um, so I think, yeah. So we started a little dicey. He was, he was dating someone else. Nothing weird happened. Um, (laughs) (laughs) nothing nothing dicey happened but he was dating someone else when we first met and then um we didn't speak for two years and it was to fix his relationship she did not like my presence um and so she was not wrong she she wasn't wrong (laughs) wrong to be like do not hang out with her she was like, get rid of her, and rightfully so. Wow. Wait, was, um, she re- like, was she reading some kind of vibe or something? She was reading the vibe. A hundred percent, yeah. I think, listen, she's married. She has a baby. She's perfectly happy. Um, I see her from time to time. Uh, we're not besties, but we've been in the same room. Um, <laughs> well, that's two and- very different things. We're not besties, but we've been in the same room. We've existed near each other. Right, but we've, we've existed. the same air, yeah. Yes. She may or may not look at me like she wants me to sink into the earth. That's for, you know, whatever reason. Um, But yeah, we did. We took two years apart. And then by the time we came back together, it also took a level of of forgiveness because I mourned that friendship really more than I mourned any relationship that I was in at the time with any man who felt very 
disposable to me because they weren't treating me well. Mm -hmm. So this one hurt a lot more losing that friendship. So when we came back together, it was, it was more conversations about just existing together than I had ever had with a man that I was just dating casually. It, It jumped to being serious very quickly because we already knew each other. Um, so that was, yeah. But then like, so then, okay. So, Cause basically it was like, Hey, my girlfriend doesn't want me to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. Break. Like, you know, gotta have a clean yeah. break. Well, but, wait, can I, can I, like, how did that conversation? Yeah. Go? Oh, it, it didn't. He's going to love that. I'm talking about this. I actually <laughs> told, I asked him right before this, I asked him right before this. I was like, is there anything that's off limits? And he was like, no, I mean like, don't tell like any weird sex stuff. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> noted. Um, no, but, uh, we uh didn't have a conversation so he kind of ghosted me which Uh, took a lot more like and ghosting a friend is a different thing yeah somehow than you know ghosting a relation it's not good none of it is good but (laughs) honestly there was something really interesting that my dad said at the time because i went home and just watched dancing with the stars with my parents and ate klondike bars for like three weeks (laughs) i was so sad um so i took a bus home to boston from new york and um I knew that it was coming. We had had like some sort of conversation about it, but it was really healthy looking back on it. He was super committed to this person who he loved and he wanted to work it out with her. And I don't hold any grudge for that. Like that. I remember my dad at the time saying, I'm glad that he's working on that. He was like, I'm glad that he's sticking with that person. I think if we had started off in a, you know, weird cheating scenario, it would have totally tainted our whole relationship, but that's not the person that he is. So I'm grateful for that. Um, <laughs> she found out, though, at an audition, which was pretty bad. Wait, what do you mean? She found, found out, out that we were we tested for the same pilot and she didn't know that we were dating. And I had just moved to L.A. and she found out at the audition. She was like trying to get it out of me. And I really didn't want to say anything because I did not want to fuck up her audition. And after the fact, the receptionist had the juiciest story. She was just like clack clacking <laughs> on her computer on Gchat, like telling people that this was going down. <laughs> and I just looked over her when this girl left the room to go into our audition. And she was like, that was fucking crazy. It's <laughs> like, yeah, that was that was pretty bad. What I'm imagining, by is the way. Is that Mabel? Please tell yes, me that's that Mabel. Mabel in yes, the background. it is. Yeah. Um, what I'm imagining, by the way, is like Janine from Ghostbusters as, as the receptionist. <laughs> yes, yes, that is, that is, that is exactly right. Yeah, but we're we're on pleasant terms now. But it was the worst way for her to find out. I did not want her to find out. But, like but that. who would you? If, for her, I would be like, why are you? Like, you gotta focus, babe. This is the test. Yes, this read, is your not the time. read your signs. Read your signs. This is not the time. I, I did that. You know that feeling when you're sitting there, someone's chatting, and you did the. Yep. And then you just turn the body yeah. and you do a little bit of little bit of this <laughs> and she just wanted to chat. I think she oh. was like nervous chatting or something and she kept asking and she said, "Are you in touch with him?" and I was like, "Yes." Um, <laughs> and so, uh That's yeah, literally. I'm I'm very grateful. Yeah. <laughs> literally we touch. Oh god. Yeah. But the listener by the way, Caitlin like turned her body like uh, Forty-five degrees. Yeah, you know like when you want to sho- give a little yeah. shoulder, like a cold oh, shoulder. I'm, yeah. I'm reading these lines, but gotta... it's also like, it's, but in that setting, that is exactly kind of what you do. Like I noticed, not even let alone somebody that you have a tense relationship with, anyway, right? Because even when I see friends in an mm-hmm. audition, I'm like, hey, you want to talk or you want to do your thing? Like, let alone yeah. somebody where it's like, oh, I kind of don't like you. Like it would be the last yeah. thing <laughs> yeah. that you would want to do is be like, so are you in a relationship mm-hmm. with him? Yeah. 
It was it was not cute. It was a tense moment. Um, and I had seen her at the producer session walking through the Disney lot, and I hid behind a trailer, so I knew that she was up for the part. But she <laughs> she did not know that I was up for the part, so I just did like a duck, and she never saw me. But she, yeah, it was um. It was an interesting moment. It was a story for sure. Oh, I'm really glad horrible. that she's doing well and that we can, as I said, exist. <laughs> but um, I, I hope at some point that we can laugh about that story. We don't chat that much. And of course, uh, this is Lauren Graham, right? That you're talking about of, of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> It is Lauren Graham of the Gilmore Girls. Oh, what I hate like when I make a joke and then it turns out like that actually was and I'm just and I stepped in something. What do you mean? Honey? I picked someone that oh, I thought yeah. was like safe that like obviously this wasn't Lauren of course, Graham. Of course. This person wasn't Lauren Graham. Correct. And so I thought it was safe to say that one. <laughs> right. And, I, and then I'm like, am I? And then I started to like sweat for a second. I'm like, wait, what if it was? It could have been. Right. I guess it could have been business a lot. This is crazy. Like it's not. Yeah. But wait. Uh, so wait, how did Patrick get back into your life? That's then? what I want to know too. Right, two years later, yes. the relationship goes. What happens? Are you his first right. phone call? What's happening? So um, this sounds so cheesy, but his friend Jeff said to him, "Who's something? Who's someone that just makes you smile? Like who could be sort of like a, almost a palate cleanser after this really terrible breakup? Because um, it was bad. They were together for many years. They loved each other a lot. Their lives were very, you know." Coexist. They, yeah, and they, they were tangled. Yeah, and meshed. Yes, they were well. mashed. Yeah, and they were mashed. Um, and so we had this playlist together that we started when we were just friends in this show. We were understudies together when we met, and he texted me out of the blue. We hadn't had a text in, you know, you can see like two years <laughs> before. So I was like, "Hello," um, and he texted me. Know What I Mean, which was the name of our playlist, is a great L.A. driving playlist. And I just responded, hello, question mark. <laughs> Thank, I'm so glad you did that. Case. And I was like, and I said, um, ghost from my past, do you want to pick up the phone and call me? I feel like this needs an explanation. And he immediately called me like 20 minutes later. He was at a basketball game at the time. So he was sort of huddled in the corner and I could hear the squeaking of shoes in the background. Um, and he just said, yeah, I moved to LA. I was filming, uh, the pilot episode of Maisel at the time, but I was just about to move to LA. So I said, well, I'm done shooting in a couple weeks and I am moving to LA myself. So maybe we can, you know, get a drink. I was dating someone at the time who was another dirtbag, some music producer that I hate even saying that out loud. I shouldn't have even said that he's a music producer. I feel like you think less of me now, but I just, it was a terrible, terrible guy. Um, that I was dating at the time. And so I tried to play it pretty cool at first yeah. um, with Patrick. But he was this guy that, like, you know, he made my heart pitter-pat. I knew mm. that it was going to be serious. So I didn't want to jump in too quickly. But, yeah, we just, uh, you know, we had a drink or ate at Jay's Bar in Silver Lake. And we made out outside. And then I ran into an Uber because I was like, I'm catching feelings real quick. And he was like, are you leaving? And I was already at my Uber. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> it was, oh, it was real God, quick. That's... And then you gave the dirt bag his walking papers. Yeah. I did, but not for like another two months. What? I, I, yeah, I still didn't trust him. I still, you know, I didn't really experience a ton of heartbreak because I, I didn't like anyone that much hmm. um, for a long time. And so with Patrick, like I, I was just so scared that he would, you know, just, be like deuces on me yeah, again. Like, see yeah. you later. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I almost, 
wanted to play it cool and and continue to see this person to keep it casual, but he did not care for that. He is a he's a monogamous animal, so he uh, he did it because he really liked me. But um, but yeah, it took a lot of. He was also just a healthy communicator, so we talked about it, and it wasn't weird, mm-hmm. um, which was new for me as well. <laughs> we're we're really good at. I think the best advice that someone gave me is approaching something. Actually, it was a friend of ours approaching something in a relationship at a two instead of a ten. Like, talk to the person when it's at a two Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. before it gets to a boiling point. Because that's really been the through line of our whole relationship. Even that first night that we sort of saw each other again and rehashed things and just put it all on the table. Um, We still weren't heated about it. We were sort of simultaneously, like, nostalgic and excited to see each other. So, yeah, I think that that was how we regained trust was just by talking about it as lame as that sounds no it's no. not lame we love that here at yes. couples therapy pod yeah <laughs> and also in our real lives in our real lives no but it's like true yes. we love to hear it i will okay just really quickly for the inquiring minds did either of you book that pilot you tested for i booked it wow 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 <laughs> okay uh, which also she actually messaged me. She finally accepted my Facebook request like two years later and uh, messaged me and told me that I had the part as my agent was calling me to tell me that I had the part. So she had what? received the news before me. And so I was looking at her message. I was in Patrick's car with him and I was looking at the message. And then as I was looking at the message, my agent called me and told me that I got the part. Okay, there's something going on with her. Okay, like that's a very strange thing to do, I think. To have like reached out. It it's, was it's already being like, are you a Patrick? I want to know this. Like, well, I found out you got it. So I want to tell you you got it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like her choosing to tell you. It's one thing if she was just like, hey, congrats. Then another thing is like, yeah. and even, the, even that we would have known she wouldn't have meant it. But if she yeah. said, hey, like that's, <laughs> this is very, this no, is it very was a, strange. But yeah, I also feel really a, bad for her. It was her. a hey, congrats. I feel bad for her. She's I honestly her. super happy. Like she, she's with the guy that she dated, um, like right after Patrick. They're married. They have a kid. Like she seems super happy. I but know, but you can always I hold do, that resentment. Because yeah. I would be the kind of person, I would be like, see, I told him he liked her. Yeah. And he acted like I was crazy. <laughs> and like, I would, yeah. I would no, literally she... keep, I would bring that up for the next 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Understandably. I also, I mean, it's, it's really hard when you, when you feel competitive with a person, you know, as, as performers, whether it's friends or relationships, that's always a really hard thing to navigate as actors. Um, any sort of success, um, is just really tricky. So the fact that I got that was not, I really, I truly mean this. I was not, gloating i was never gonna say a damn thing to her so yeah but um i would see her at parties because she's still in um in patrick's friend group and i i wish that we could talk more but um i don't think she wants fucking anything to do with me (laughs) which is fair but also i'm like okay there must be the same type honey you see what i'm saying i'm also thinking you and her are the same type (laughs) if you're going in for the test patrick is a type yeah we're pithy brunettes, you know? We got a thing. <laughs> she's actually, she's genuinely, I think, one of the funniest stage performers I've ever seen. She's she's a really a gifted comedian, I do have to say. Um, she's, I would watch her perform when Patrick and I were just friends at UCB, and I would laugh 
extraordinarily hard. She tested for SNL. She's okay. We're gonna figure out who she does really well. We're gonna figure out who's off mic. There's a lot of off mic, off the record. We're gonna figure out who's in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we're gonna take a break. Find out who this person is, and then we'll be right back to answer some of your advice questions. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Dear listeners, Andy here doing the ad read again, and today we're talking about me undies. As the male half of couples therapy, I was asked to do this one because we're talking about boxers, which, and I hope I'm not breaking any confidences, Naomi does not wear. Now, if you're a podcast listener like me, you've heard plenty of ads for me undies, and frankly, I had always thought it's underwear. How special can it be? And then I tried them, and friends, it is like wearing magic. It is like wearing a dream. It is so soft, there is nothing earthly I can compare it to. I am embarrassed absolutely embarrassed to say i'm middle-aged and just finding this out but the material your underwear is made out of really does make a difference i won't say where i usually get my boxers from but for comparison me undies are like wearing a cloud covered in angels feathers and the other ones i wear are like wearing a bear trap smothered in puke me undies got style for everyone from all black classics to fun expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4xl and they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. Also, I gotta point this out, there is a particular technology that the folks at Me Undies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral, so I didn't want to have to say what this technology is, so I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words, I can say medical words, you might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay, soft underwear comes in all packages at MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office, okay? I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. 
And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray. And it is so friggin' soft and comfortable. And it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got and the new t-shirt shop. Hey, y'all, wanted to pop in real quick and let you know that if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, there are a couple different ways. Most of our support comes from our wonderful Patreon community. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes of just us mostly spilling the tea mm-hmm. and occasionally searching for crazy bread in Los Angeles, plus lots of other bonus content. We love our page pals, and we couldn't do this without you. And if you want to join, go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. We also have merch, which includes Gotta Miss a Bitch and Jubu t-shirts, yeah. which you can find in the link tree in our Twitter or Insta bios. And for absolutely zero dollars, you can rate and review the show on Apple. Five stars, please. It'll only take 10 seconds and it helps us tremendously. Okay, that's it. We love you deeply. Now back to the show. And we're back with Caitlin McGee, honey, out here booking and taking a man. Okay. By the way, we lied. Oh my god. We uh, we started. We said we'll be right back, and then we immediately said we're back. Yeah. You heard a commercial. Though, so. You heard a commercial. Yeah. But... Uh, just a peek behind the podcast curtain. <laughs> Caitlin, I feel like we have. Uh, I, I feel. Uh, I mean, obviously, you and Naomi uh, know each other pretty well. But like I feel like uh, I understand you a lot better. I I I, I feel like our uh, our souls are shaking hands right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Our friendship has blossomed, if mm. you will. Mm. Yeah. Well, you made the best cookies, you know, Andy. Oh you my co- God! That's right. I wanted to. <laughs> that was so nice of you when May when Mabel had her surgery. <laughs> I know. Caitlin made us not like ordered us cookies. She made them. us cookies she and they were great. And I felt, I, I always feel weird about like texting someone, especially someone like I'm not like that. I don't know very well, but I want, I had w- wanted to text you to thank you. Cause they were delicious. And, and Andy, I'll also tell you this now on the other side, she did offer to make black and whites. Caitlin can make black. And oh, white cookies, I did. But I yeah, don't I like them. Black so and I didn't allow it, but he loves black and white cookies. <laughs> And so, I gave many options, and yeah. she picked the chocolate chip. Yeah, it's yeah, a classic. But she can make black but and white sandy. But that, it, not only was it like, were they delicious, but also just like it was such a nice because... a true kindness. I don't know how to take people being kind, yeah. and then I'm always like, God, should I be nicer and like do stuff for people? <laughs> yeah, I'm really not good at things. Well, also, well, just... when it comes to dogs, I think that's a level of um, compassion. They're like, if anything happened to my my child who I birthed, my dog. <laughs> I, I know that I would feel on edge constantly and I that's my my love language is baking. Like yes. I just I'm like, I don't know how to talk to you about this scary moment, so let me just put a lot of butter and sugar in your face. Yeah. Honestly, I mean beautiful. it was it was genuine beautiful. like it was very touching. They were I mean, so good. I just don't Aww. I don't know how to like like Rhea Butcher, uh do you see they have new uh glasses? Mm-mm. They're great glasses. And I want to text them mm-hmm. and say, I really like your glasses and I just felt like 
we're, f- we're friends, yeah. but like I'm not. We're not friendly on the level where yeah. I think I can just text you. But that's how you get to that level. Mm-hmm. And no one's gonna yeah. not like a surprise thank you or compliment. Rhea, if you're listening, I like your glasses. <laughs> I like your new glasses a lot. Yeah. <laughs> You got to know about those glasses. I feel like that's a good, that's also not just a, hey, how are you? That's a very specific thing. Right. So when you have, when you have a, a specific task to know about, it feels easier to become friendlier. You should do it if you're listening. <laughs> There's something vulnerable about giving people compliments. I don't, I, I don't know. Really? I need to be in therapy a little longer. <laughs> a yeah. Little longer. So we get questions from our listeners mm. over uh, voicemail over uh, Instagram and Twitter direct message and also this one this one came to us at our Gmail account couplestherapypod at gmail.com mm. think about it from Felicia so, okay we get a name so hello Felicia <laughs> it goes like this my boyfriend and I have been on and off since last November There were a lot of issues with dishonesty, him lying about talking to other women and things of that nature. We broke up last April and got back together towards the end of summer. Since then, things have been better and we spend a lot of time together at my place. He lives with roommates and doesn't really like to be at his place that much. I found myself not being able to move past the lies that he told me months beforehand and becoming resentful of the fact that he doesn't attempt to help me around my place since he is here so much. Parentheses, taking out the trash, occasionally paying for dinner, picking up after himself. Picking up after himself. Sorry, continue. Is this a grown person? Sorry, Um, yeah, continue. I think so. (laughs) I believe so. Continue. Uh, We don't ever go on dates, and when we do, I pay. I recently found out that he either quit his job or is taking a medical leave of absence all right, folks, that was, let me, okay, I, I, okay. let me read. Uh, okay. I recently found out that he's, that he either quit his job or is taking a medical leave of absence to work on becoming a full-time video game streamer. Okay. He will clearly, I, he will, <laughs> he will not, I've never heard so many red flags in <laughs> one. This is a, this is a true yeah. slalom. This there is, are so many red flags. This, this is, really this is Christo. <laughs> decorating Central Park. There are wow, so many red flags. Thank you for that one. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, he will not clearly tell me which one it is. Oh, so whether, whether it's, it's medical, medical or, or quit. Okay, right, or okay. quit. He didn't get me anything for Christmas, and I was not invited to attend his family Christmas. Now he says he wants to join the military, but wants to move out of his place into mine to save money until he leaves for basic training. I am apprehensive about this arrangement. Please give some advice. I've addressed these issues many times with him, but nothing changes. Please help. Is that it? I'm sh- I'm there upset. Is- so I want to hear what Felicia. you guys have to I'm say first, and then I will tell you that there is a a postscript after I wrote this person back. So really, so I should we hear- still give the advice? I want to hear. I want to hear your thoughts. This drop is- him. Leave him now, Felicia. Absolutely not, Felicia. No, none of this is right, Leave and him. you know it because you wrote it down. You saw it in black and white. You wrote it all white. down. You read it back. You need to read that again and just say, "I am not. I'm not going to just serve this person. That just that is a taker. That is a sick, no. sick taker. I mean, as you said, Caitlin, is somebody who you have dated some chumps." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Tell Felicia that you can get out on the other side of this and find a good person. You, you can get out on the other. There is light. There is light at the other end. Um, 
listen, like you are not his landlord. Like it's, that's ridiculous. You're not supposed to take care of someone to that level and have no reciprocation. That is, you really have to ask yourself when that stuff is, is happening, when that's all the list is going on and on, just really take a second and say, what am I getting out of this? And not, he makes me laugh or like, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) like he kisses me like we're in a movie. Like you can't let that shit fly. You need to really think, how is this person a good partner to me? Is this someone that I could build something with? It sounds like the foundation itself is already cracked. So you got to just fuck, fuck this person off. No, thank you. Absolutely. Also the other layer of it too. So let's even forget about Christmas present, not being invited, um, the lies. Let's also talk about the fact that he would not tell you whether he is on a medical leave or quit his job. What is that to keep from somebody you're in a relationship with? You always at, he always at your house, taking your food, leaving his dirty drawers, and he can't tell you what he's doing with his job? Felicia, you, you are also, entitled to basic information. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, what kind of medical leave of absence that you would not know about? Like, is it a broken leg? Is it mental health issue? Like, you need to know. Oh, it's clearly mental health issues because you got to think about this, too. This would talk about, <laughs> I'm going to be a video game streamer. And then he said, wait a minute, I'm going to go to military. He is trying to figure a lot out right now. And he is not searching. to be the person who is holding the bag while he gets it together. Can we generalize for a second and say that in relationships, you are entitled to basic information? That yes. is, yes. like, obviously, all relationships are different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However... You are entitled, everyone listening, you are entitled to basic information. You are entitled, if this was an interrogation, you are entitled (laughs) to their name, rank, and serial number, okay? You are entitled to basic information. This is crazy. Felicia. Wait, can Can we please hear the update? I need to know that there's something (laughs) that that good happened here. Yeah. Let me ask you one question. Are are, were there like certain relationships you were in? You don't have to be specific, but like, like red flags. Like, what were there? Was there a point where there where in certain relationships there was like a critical mass of red flags? Like, what happened in those? Or is there a specific one? Right. Because you said you you were slow to leave. So that I wonder. yeah. Yeah. I think I didn't, I didn't know really what gaslighting was for quite some time because I was so used to it in relationships. That was something that was a real wake up moment when I really figured out what that was even after the relationship. But, um, especially with, with the narcissist that I dated, the, the actors especially who would just put me absolutely last. And realizing that was just not a position that was okay mm-hmm. to be in. Um, weird jealousy stuff, which was completely unfounded, like, uh, was always a little strange. But my, my biggest red flag is always just someone who gaslights and mm-hmm. doesn't find themselves at fault, doesn't know how to talk things through, but just, um, immediately makes it your fault. You're too emotional. You're too whatever. Um, all of that, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Yep. But also, um, rings. A man who wears too many rings is a red flag. Me? That's, that's what I think, Caitlin. Is that true? Have we talked we about have this? We have not. That's how I feel, too. Wait, wait. Unless he does close-up magic, he should not be wearing that many rings. And if he does close-up magic, that's another red flag. I don't want that's somebody who's too good flag. at tricks. That's not, just, okay? that's not just a red flag. That's a bunch of red flags tied together that he's pulling Coming out of his out mouth. Coming out of his mouth. Exactly. That's a handy. Uh-uh. 
uh, a man who is good at trickery no. by nature? No. Absolutely not. Wait, uh, sorry. Uh, can I ask? The, no. What's the rings? What's with the rings for you? I don't what's, know. What does it signify? I just like. There's something about it that just feels out of touch. I don't know. It's. <laughs> hey, look at my hands. People I know. On this plain, zone. empty Naked. hands, and it's beautiful. Yeah. That's. It, I know. Naked. There's something about. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like a little too much. It's almost like too many rings yeah. is a personality substitute. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, and I really hate you're, that. You're, yeah. It's the equivalent of a motorcycle before your hands. You yeah. know, it feels like, like I have a motorcycle. I wear rings. <laughs> um, so I wrote Felicia back when she first wrote and I asked when someone writes and if they don't say, I want to be anonymous, by the way, if you write in, Feel free to say in that first one if you want to be anonymous or not. It will uh, save me from having to write you back. But uh, I asked uh, Felicia, hey, do you want to be anonymous or not? And she writes back uh, with this postscript. Thanks so much for getting back to me. I was honestly just hoping for some personal relief by sending my previous email into the internet void. I'm trying to find the humor in all this. New developments since my last email. I confronted him about being kind of absent after New Year's. A small argument ensued and he left. He texted me two hours later saying he wanted to be honest and that he had feelings for someone else and was with her that very day. <gasps> we are no longer together. Thank God. Okay. Felicia, you are better off. Oh my God. I feel like a weight has been lifted. Yes, that was really. But I also say like Felicia though. Thank God. I'm glad that that's what you feel. But at the same time, Felicia, you needed to go beforehand. In this one, you still did not put yourself first. You had to kind of wait for him to walk away. Because you may be answering this question, but it's already got resolved. So now I got to give us some new advice, Andrew. <laughs> it's already been handled. <laughs> so now I want Felicia it's to know. True. <laughs> it's just rare. What is she going to take into the next one? Exactly. That's what you need to think yes. about, Felicia. What, you're going to leave before it gets to, like, you know, the hardened oatmeal bowl next to his game or whatever. That's what I'm picturing. Like <laughs> oh, a, like what he leaves. You know, the, that like, concrete crust. oatmeal bowl, the crustiness. That's yeah. what I'm picturing yeah, yeah, this yeah. man would yeah. leave around her, her apartment. Oh. It's just rare that we get some kind of closure within the same episode. I know. I just wanted to give that moment. Yeah. Well, I'll take it. I mean, do you have any po so the both of now, do you have any postscript advice? Yeah, don't like no you are not your lover's mother. That's just a fact. Yes. That's a fact, okay? So anybody who needs it's you to do true. that kind of stuff, and then also like I think you really do tell someone something twice. I think after you tell somebody something twice. You done telling it to him. Mm. So if you have conversations mm -hmm. over and over, especially like with something like you lied to me or, you know, you don't take me out, you know, very like kind of basic things that I think are easy to address. Basically, if you say something like, hey, you never take me out or I always pay or I would I would like it if you treated me every now and then. If you say that mm -hmm. twice and that don't happen, I don't mean twice in the same day. Come on, you got to give somebody a chance. But if you say it like twice and nothing happens, yeah, get out of Dodge, Felicia. Maybe three times. Felicia. It takes, a little, it takes a little while to change. I don't no, know. Maybe the rule thrice. of three. May, but with something it depends on the level of the note. If it's yeah. a note like, hey, don't cheat on me, that's a one. You that's know? a one. If it's like, you know, pick up your dirty towel, that's you get two. 
I agree. But I think it, there, there's a sliding, there's a sliding scale there. But yeah, you have to also just, it's so, it, I feel like this has been said a lot, but it's just all about self-worth. It's, it's about, um, you know, treating yourself, um, treating the other person in a relationship the same way that you want to be treated, yeah. kindergarten rule. <laughs> but it's true. If it's not reciprocated, then what are you getting out of it? You really have to ask yourself that. Like, what am I fucking doing here? Someone said to me, or I think it was an article actually that they sent me. It's either it's a fuck yes or it's a no. Either someone is enthusiastically with you Mm -hmm. and is excited to be with you or it's a no because there really is no gray area because someone either has one foot out or they're both feet in. And that's, that's a very easy thing to see in, uh, in something like what Felicia was experiencing, <laughs> which was someone that was using her. Yep. Uh, yep. So there you go. Take that. Take that, Felicia, into your next relationship. Oof. All right. Why don't we do a voicemail? I love voicemails, you guys. As always, you can call us at 323-524-7839. You do have to cap your voicemails at three minutes because you will get cut off. <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> I love hearing your voice because it lets me know how emotionally how emotional you are in this moment, how dark it is for you. By the way, this one has a PS as well. But <laughs> wait, has it already been answered? Oh Andy? my god! Then no, I don't no, no, listen no, to no. it. I'll play the PS. Oh no! Hold on. Hold on. Let me just play this, okay. and I'll play the PS. We'll take a, a moment, and then I'll play the PS right afterwards. Okay? okay. All right. Andy, Naomi, long-time listener, first-time caller here. I am struggling with a minor conundrum. It has become less severe since COVID has hit and people aren't, you know, doing the social outings and stuff because, you know, we're out here trying to be responsible or whatever. But in the before time, I have like a handful of friends who I like to go hang out with and occasionally like to talk on the phone with now in the before time. And they're just like always high when I call them. Like, I know that they are out here, like, smoking the devil's lettuce or whatever <laughs> before we hang out. And I'm just like, every time, mask you, like, I get it, it's fun. Do it, live your life. But also, like, it's really hard to have a conversation with someone when you are the person who's sober and this person is just, like, in space while you're trying to hang out with them. So, like, how... Do I broach that subject with them? Because I like, still want to be friends with them, and I still want to hang out with them in the after time. But like, how do I bring that up? How do I navigate that? Please advise. Love you so much. Thank you for the show. It's such a gift, especially during the pando. Much appreciation. Also, Naomi, shout out. Got to see you live with JVN on tour. Thank you for that gift to my life. I appreciate you both very much. I hope you're having a lovely day. Goodbye. Love. Okay. I love that. And- and now, here's the postscript. Hello again. It's me. Uh, it occurs to me that I did not be entirely inclusive in my last one. So hello, Andy and Naomi, and esteemed guest of Andy and Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to, like, toss that in at the intro, that would be great. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. Oh, big fan of that person i would listen to them have a podcast that was very fun the devil's lettuce i never heard that before (laughs) oh my god i love that i don't think i've heard that devil's lettuce okay so friends who are always high basically and how how do you broach the subject with them i'm trying to think i mean yeah because you're so you're a sober man well so in the sense that i don't like i'm not right oh yeah not like in recovery but like not yeah 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 a teetotaler? I, uh, yeah, I'm a teetotaler. I don't yeah. like the taste of alcohol, yeah. and I'm scared to do drugs. So, 
fair. Uh, but I have, fr- but like, I don't, I don't judge other people. So whatever they want to do, but like, I've been, I mean, I've been scared of like friends who do like hard drugs and I just like stay away from them then. Cause it scares me. Yeah. But like my friends who, uh, I was about to say do pot. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I have, that's how much of a teacher. Oh my God. Reverend Andy. <laughs> I want like, in case they don't want their names uh, in the public, but I have like a very good friend who like has been my friend for decades Yeah. who likes getting high. And I don't know, but he, when we hang out and he's high, he doesn't seem that much of a different person. So uh-huh. that's what it, like, like we still talk about <laughs> movies and music regardless of uh, how much THC is coursing through his system. <laughs> For you to just like say it. Oh, I think it's okay. Um, Caitlin, but I mean, Caitlin, you uh, obviously, uh, you, yes. Yeah. You said earlier. You partake of the you've, devil's lettuce. You partake of, of the devil's lettuce. <laughs> I do. Brownies. I I partake. I don't even remember saying. Oh yes, I took an edible. Yeah, I partake. Um, I think that's a tricky conversation because uh, talking about how people cope. I don't know if it's how her friends are coping or not. Um, I have had friends though that I had to talk to about um like harder drug stuff. So I've. You know, especially because I was a waitress in New York. So I feel like, what didn't I see? Oh, yeah. You know, like I, I like I like it was you saw a variety of things. Um, and I think that conversation just has to come down to how close you are mm-hmm. with those people. And um, it's also like you said, how you can communicate with them when they're stoned, because I have certain friends that I can't even tell anymore. Like, I, yeah. I mean. <laughs> I remember I went to a flea market and halfway through my friend was just like, oh, God, I'm way too high to carry this coffee table. And I was like, you're stoned. I was like, like, when did that happen? And so some people I really can't tell the difference. They're they're very, um, you know, high functioning. It's like going to brunch uh, Mm -hmm. for them and like having a a mimosa. Um, And then others. It it sounds like this is debilitating the relationship. Mm -hmm. Like when she calls them, it's hard to to communicate. So I say, depending on the closeness, just have a conversation and just say, Hey, when can I call you? Or when can we hang out? That's not, so you're not telling them how to live their lives, but it's still navigating to when you can be with them sober. Like, yeah, I would, I mean, if there's a way to make it a joke, because my gut reaction is something like with something like that. Like if I talk to like, I'd be like, are you high again on the devil's lettuce? (laughs) When can I talk to you? When can I, like, you know, and I would yeah. just kind of make it almost yeah. like a thing. And then that hot, because yes. I noticed for me, I don't like being around high people for the most part because, again, the people who are normal. Because it's funny, because I have a friend where she was talking about smoking weed, and I go, You smoke weed? And she, I was like, I don't, I've never seen you high. And she's like, Yeah, you have. And I was like, Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. well, then it's fine. But, um, yeah. but, like, people where normally I don't like being around high people because I, I talk really fast and I'm like, when I'm kind of socializing, high people are not here with me. So I'm talking mm-hmm. and they're just like, huh. Like I remember being in a room, we like walked into some room, maybe a UCB here. Like we like, it was like a green room, people hanging out. And I come in and I'm talking and like, no one's talking to me and they're like looking weird. And I was like, did I do something? Like was a vibe? And then I find out like the next day, it was like, oh no, we were all high. And it was like, oh, that's what it was. Like, I don't like that feeling either. Like, you're all doing something and I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm not on the planet you're on. Also, their internal monologue was probably, oh, my God, she knows I'm high. Oh, my God, she knows I'm high. Oh, my God, am I sweating? Like, it was probably something along the lines of just make sure that your eyes don't droop or something. 
Like, I don't like being around sober people when I'm stoned. I like to just, like, play, you know, Mario Kart and hang out on my own. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how people socialize and and go out into the world. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not my jam. I'm a I'm a grandma stoner. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like my weighted blanket, a comfortable chair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You like to chow down on Satan's salad and then turn on the switch. Yes. Satan's salad. That's good. That's another good one. We got to use that one. I like that. Yeah, that's When good. you do pot on that Satan salad, says Andy Beckerman. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is funny. Like, we do know a lot of high-functioning people who smoke. Like, a lot High-functioning, high-functioning. Alana exactly. smokes pot. Yes. And she, like, she's winning the world. She's literally winning life. Alana Glazer, like, I remember when the time yeah. we were talking, and she goes, Nay, I just want to let you know, just so you know, I'm high right now. She's like, but I'm doing my laundry. Like, she, like, for her, high mm-hmm. is just, like, a kind of baseline, yeah. kind of just lets her sort of mm-hmm. take the edge off. Then it was like, oh, okay, you know, and it was also nice of her to tell me in advance, obviously, of the phone call. I remember that happening. Yeah. I was like, oh, she's so herself. And I was like, yeah, you literally have your own television program. How are you doing this? Hi. But yeah. some people but got then, it, man. Yeah. Yeah. I like your guys. Like, yeah, have a conversation about like. And keep it I, light. Yeah. And also, it's true. Yeah. I think I think also, too, it also might be a conversation for after, because I definitely think that a lot of us are doing a little more of things yeah. that we shouldn't be doing in the pandemic mm-hmm. in the panda express eating, if you will eating uh potato yes. chips yes <laughs> every yeah. night mm-hmm. yes potato chips yes, yes. That's potato happening. chip yeah you're doing potato chips i understand <laughs> have you dipped potato chips into nutella yet because that's a level i reached during the pandemic that i didn't know i had in me wow what Oh, like, come on, baby. dipping potato chips like <laughs> no. like a, just a yeah. dip no, sweet chocolate heard, no. into sweet nutella Kayla, no, I don't need that. I don't need. Why? Why are you doing this to me? I don't need a new thing. I just thing. want to inspire you. No. I just want to give you. I did. I did something. Pretzels and Nutella, <laughs> okay. and that's and that's the the farthest I will go because. Okay. Look, this is this is the, this saved me the last four months. December, I descended into a new phase of Quar, uh, which was just like it was Tartarus. I was just in the the Tartarus. depths. Of Greek hell, yeah, uh-huh. and just like trying to mm-hmm. find, I was Orpheus, uh, <laughs> and just trying to get. Okay. Uh-huh, so uh-huh, uh-huh. at night, yeah. what I did was I got a, a little bowl, I put some potato chips, and I put some pretzels in it, and I sat and watched the OC, and I would have two chips per pretzel. Okay, <laughs> that's the ratio, and then the chips ran out, and I started dipping pretzels in <laughs> Nutella. But yeah. I can't do – it's too much. The chips and the Nutella is too much. I don't have your exercise regimen. Right. I can't – or your metabolism. Right. I can't <laughs> – and now it's going to haunt me. You have said this to me. I am and so it will now, sorry. I really <laughs> – It will be 11 p.m. tonight, and my brain will be like, you know, there's one bag of chips left, and there's a new thing in Nutella in the cabinet. You should do this. But and you then, could do – very minimal dipping, just a little boop. Well, I was going to say, actually, because baby. we share this Nutella, no dipping in my house. You scoop it out, put it on a little plate, honey, and then you can dip all. I don't want to find no chip bits in my Nutella. <laughs> it's going to be 11. Yeah, you can't have that. And my brain just, it'll just keep hitting me in the head with that thought. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. You sound like a stoner, because that's where my brain goes after <laughs> you know, more girls. And I'm just standing in front of the freezer just being like, do I eat all these dumplings? They're frozen now, but in five minutes. Yeah. 
They could be mine. Well, I've seen you. You will take ice cream. You'll do. I've seen you put pretzels on ice cream. Yes. Like vanilla ice cream, pretzel, and then a little bit of the drizzle, the chocolate syrup. Yes. And that's like his like. Yes. This is why. This is why I don't smoke pot because I already am in that kind of state. All the time. No, mm-hmm. you could really use a damn mellowing out. <laughs> what I'm do not- you mean I can use mellowing out? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, good God. Now, Caitlin, do you by any chance have time for one more cue? Yes, I do. Go ahead. I'm, I've am i locked my, my fiance and my dog in the office, so we got time. Okay. okay, great. We have this another voicemail, my face. Another voicemail. Yeah, I like these. Hi, Andy and Naomi. Um, I have a question for you. So I've been friends with this guy off and on for a couple of years. And last year, uh, he and I started going on a few dates. Um, and they were great. He was very funny, made me laugh really hard, um, was great conversation over text. But then a few, um, a few days into it, he started wanting to hold my hand, um, wanting to, you know, kiss and stuff. And it was really off-putting to me. And so um, we kind of had a conversation when um, uh, on, a, on a date, like a third date, he and I had a conversation about why I was not really interested in him. And it caused a huge, um, huge rift between us. We really stopped talking after that point. Um, but the problem is he's just, like, really cool, and I like honestly almost everything about him. His mom is a radical feminist. Um, she is, she, mar- uh, she marches at like um, huge uh, marches downtown and does a lot of uh, social work. And he's a cool um, marketing um, professional for um, an art museum downtown. And so he's just a really cool guy. But the problem is I'm just not attracted to him. And recently we started talking again and I don't know what to do. Should I just push past um, my lack of attraction for hopefully one day I'll be attracted to him? Or is this just a friendship? I don't know. Whatever advice you could uh, give me would help. Thanks. You say he's just a friend. And you say he's just he's a friend. Because he's... he's a friend. I need you. <laughs> <laughs> this your friend. This your friend. Yeah. That's your friend. You just listed a really great reason to be friends with someone. Like, those were all really good reasons to have that person in your life. But it sounds like you got the ick. Like, you don't... You're if you here. recoil at someone's touch, that's just a... Yeah. That's a chemistry thing. There really is a chemistry thing that, that you need to have. And and listing all the reasons why someone is amazing on paper, their mom sounds amazing. I'd like to hang out with her, for <laughs> sure. Um, but, yeah, you got to have that that sparkle, that the sparks fireworks in your belly when the person touches you. So, yeah. Yeah. I think there's this pop culture, like rom-commy thing that has infected all of our brains in some way where you think like, it's like, well, what if we just like, okay, I'm not attracted to this person. We have absolutely no chemistry, <laughs> but what, like, what if like we get into a relationship and like a couple years down the line, you know, because we're such good friends eventually the sparks will ignite. Well, right. It's true because rom-coms, you know, are so similar, so much about, you know, someone who doesn't respect boundaries eventually getting their way. And so, yes. exactly, where you're like, <laughs> well, I don't like them. I don't like, well, then maybe one day we'll just get caught in the rain and then I'll feel a feeling, right? Which is like how all that works. Yeah. And you're like, no, that is not it. And I think like, 
you know, especially when you said the moment you said you were like, he wanted to touch, hold my hand and kiss me. And I found it very off putting. I was like, Jesus, <laughs> you do not like him. No. There's no, I was like, yeah, you don't. But also, but then you were like, oh yeah, it caused a rift between us and we didn't talk. So what I think you're dealing with, right. is like, you don't want to lose him. And so, and and the thing is, I don't blame him for walking away. If he has feelings for you and you're not reciprocating, he's got to kind of go away and nurse his wounds and make sure he's, you know, taking care of his emotions. So I think, you know, it is going to, you have to be honest with him and you have to be willing to accept that he may not want to just be friends, but you got to give him that Mm -hmm. choice. You can't kind of string him along or seem kind of flirty or whatever, just so you can hang out with him and his mom. Yeah. Yeah. You can't string him along. He he deserves, you know, boundaries as well, which he might not be. You have to know that going into that conversation, he might want to walk away and you might lose him, but that's better than, than potentially dragging this out for longer, which would hurt this person that you care about. So you don't want that either. Right. Yeah. And you can always get him. Like, I think when you end stuff in a nice way, you leave that room to actually be friends, you know, to run into them at an audition and just get into it. (laughs) (laughs) I pray to God that she doesn't listen to this, but if she does, let's talk. (laughs) Just kidding. Let's not. I think there's, it's interesting how like there's on one end of the spectrum, there are just people who it's purely chemistry. And they also they spin apart after a, after a bit. And on the other end, there are people who are like, "Well, we have a lot in common, but I'm revolted by their touch," and they <laughs> they yeah. can, they fall apart. And there has to be it has like folks, folks. This is just this is just what it is to be human. This is irreducible. There has to be some mixture of <laughs> interests <laughs> and chemistry. All right, there have to there right. has to be some mixture. I'm yeah. not I'm not standing here saying what that mixture has to be. I don't think there's a has to, but it ha- there has to be a mixture. Right, right, right. We don't. It doesn't even have to be fifty fifty. Right, you're exactly. exactly. Right, right, right. right. One, you could have more yeah. chemistry than you could have interest in common. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Like, what do you? What are we, Nami? What are we? Fifty fifty. Not even because I was thinking like we we don't like a lot of the same stuff. Yes, but we hate a lot of the same stuff. We hate a lot of the same stuff. And that's very <laughs> that's binding. That's a real bond we have. But it's not like you know. But it's like literally when Andy is dry, like he like puts his iPad. What do you call it? iPhone. Yeah. When he puts his iPhone on shuffle in the car, you know. And I'm always just like next, next, next. Like you don't. Sure. You know, but stuff like that or like, you know, I'm like very loud and like to judge people and you would like me to be quiet. Well, actually, I mean, I do love that, though. Yeah, but you're always like, shh, too well, loud. Right, because I don't want them to hear it. I don't want the person to hear it. <laughs> but I do love it. <laughs> but I'm like, there's like different things. But I was like, but yeah, you have to. Yeah, you have to kind of know. Like, I thought you were cute when yeah. I saw you. Oh, so it was yeah, like, okay. same thing. Same I was thing. like, I was like, I remember because I was like nervous that you were shorter than me. I was like nervous about that, but then I was like, he's cute. Yeah, and which then is it was true. Like, I am. <laughs> which is true. Well, I mean, it's just like it's, it was like when I first saw you, it was a combination of like, oh, she's really funny, and oh, she's really pretty. Mm, okay. And and eleven years later, same thing. Oh snap! Hey. <laughs> yeah, you guys are friends. Yeah, it you has to stop. be a combo. It's got to be a combo. Yeah, you have to. Also, I remember someone saying to another friend of mine who was in a relationship that was, it felt more like roommates, was you you don't want to hold another person's sex life hostage either. Like, if you're in a relationship that feels more like roommates, 
then like if you're not, you know, attracted to them, then and they're monogamous to you, that's that's just a really that's a hard scenario to to be in. Yeah. No, that's so, good. No, you're right. That's a very good way yeah. to put it. Holding someone's sex life hostage. Who was that friend, Dan Savage? <laughs> it, how'd you know? It was it was actually Lauren Graham. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we gotta end on a callback. So. We love it. Oh Caitlin, <laughs> thank you so much for coming and visiting us. It was so wonderful. Thank you. This was such a delight. Yes. Give my best to Mabel. Absolutely. You are, honestly, you did your first solo podcast. Perfect. <gasps> oh my God. You guys popped my cherry. This was so nice. <laughs> A plus. So I'm giving this. A plus. A plus. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.